Good morning, Nachum. Good Arab Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Tazria. In addition to Parshas Tazria, this Shabbos is what I call a Shabbos Kodak moment for those that remember there used to be a camera and a Kodak film. Shabbos Kodak moment in the sense that we take out three Sifrei Torah. From the first, we will read, please God, the Parsha of the week, which happens to be Sazria. From the second, we will read the Kriya from towards the end of Parshas Pinchas, the Kriya for Rosh Chodesh. This Shabbos is Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And finally, the third Sefer Torah, we read from chapter 12 in the second book of the Torah, in Shmos, from the beginning of HaChodesh HaZelochem, whereby we read about Pesach Mitzrayim and Pesach Doros. Let's first take a look at Parshas Sazria, and I'd like to suggest that there might be a common theme that runs through these three Kriyasa Torah. Pasha Sazria, according to the Chinuch, contains five positive mitzvos and two restrictions. And, interestingly, we have in the first paragraph of Pasha Sazria not only the specifics of the laws of purity and impurity associated with Leda, childbirth. But in the third verse, you have Uvayom HaShmini Yimol Besar Orloso. The mitzvah of circumcision is repeated here. And in fact, the Rambam, in his commentary to the Mishnah, in the seventh chapter of Chulin, teaches that we circumcise our sons today based upon the verse in this week's parsha of Tazriah. Looking at the mitzvah of Mila, the Maharal, who was big on noting, the number seven denotes nature, and the number eight is Lamalamanateva, that the bris Mila on the Jewish male is another factor contributing to the special Hashkacha Pratis, the special divine providence that God has with the people Israel. This theme of divine providence, Hashkacha Pratis, permeates the rest of this week's parasha of Sazria, dealing with what we call in English, for lack of a better term, leprosy, but the laws of Tzora'as. In this week's parish, you have the Tzora'as that affects the body and that which affects the garments. In next week's parish of Mitzorah, we have the third type of Tzora'as, that which affects the houses. Now, the Ramban in his commentary, says very strongly, and we should note this, that one should realize that this, what we speak of, Tzora'as, 
is not a natural disease, but rather, what is it? It is clearly lemala min hateva. It's something which is beyond the natural understanding of man. It's something which is supernatural. Zeho inyan, says the Rambam, inenu beteva klal, is not within the natural order. Nor was it ever before this, regarding man, regarding on his garment, on his houses. And this is the way he explains the following. When a person has this saras, rather than go to the dermatologist, he goes to a kohen. And rather than the going, kohen is going to select any kind of medications, the kohen is going to turn to the Gemara in Erechen, 16a. And there we are taught that al-shiva devarim Nigaim ba'im. Sora'as afflictions come upon a person for any one of seven sinful things. And the Talmud lists them as one, Lashon Hara, evil, slanderous speech. Two, Shvichas Damim, murder. Three, Shvuashav, vain, false oaths. Four, Giloyarayos, illicit relations. Five, Gasus Ruach, haughtiness. Six, Fegezel, theft. And finally, the seventh one is Soros Ayin, stinginess. The idea being that says the Sapurno, he goes to the Kohen because, as we're taught in the book of Malachi, Sifse Kohen Yishmerudas, the Torah Yavakshu the Kohenim were the teachers, were the mentors. He goes to his Rebbe, he goes to a Kohen who becomes his teacher, becomes his Rebbe, and the Kohen gets to know him. The Kohen figures out what it is, which one of these seven transgressions did he commit and he will work with him how to rid himself of this unfortunate practice. In other words, God is doing the individual an incredible kindness. He's showing incredible hashkocha pratis, divine providence, rather than allow the individual to stay in a state of transgression and not improve himself. God sends him an immediate wake-up call and arouses the individual to do tshuva. It's such an incredible idea of the closeness, the care, the concern, the love that Hashem has for His people. This is a major theme of Pashas Sazria, Tashgacha Pratis. The second Torah that we read is that for Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is a day as well which symbolizes Hashem's involvement with the Jewish people. The rabbis teach us, Yisrael nimshulu lalavana, the Jewish people are compared to the moon, that just as the moon waxes and wanes, and our history notes Rashi, 
that 15 generations from Avraham till Shlomo HaMelech, the rise, if I can say, of the Jewish people, and it reached its zenith, it reached its apex, when Shlomo HaMelech built the first Beis HaMikdash, and then 15 generations from Rechavam and Yeruvim ben Nevat after Shlomo till the destruction of the first Beis HaMikdash. So not only in that respect, but in a, another respect as well. Throughout history, the Jewish people, we wax great, and then unfortunately there is that decline. But note, never ever have the Jewish people come to be extant, but just the opposite. When it appears that we are at our lowest, God is there and demonstrates His hashkacha pratis, His divine providence with and for the Jewish people and lifts us up and most often in a stronger way than we were before. This is Rosh Chodesh. Rosh Chodesh is, we make the bracha, Baruch Hashem, Mekadesh Yisrael God sanctifies the Jewish people and deputizes to Jewish people the Jewish people to bring sanctity into this world. And that's why when we recite Kiddush Levana, the sanctification of the new moon each and every month, note that special prayer that we have, that incredible note of optimism, whereby we pray, Yehirat Son, may it be your will, Hashem, what are we asking? Limalos Pigimas Halavana, that he should literally fill the floor, F L A W, of the moon meaning that right now the moon is smaller than the sun. It was diminished on the fourth day, as we're told in the first chapter of creation. Now the one, there is a great deal of Kabbalistic and very deep insight that's contained in this petition, but in simple English, the world is unfortunately lacking. It's lacking in its spirituality, and we're being taught that man has this capacity, and commensurate with Israel, and as it replenishes, if I can use that term, and comes to a greater sense of fullness and fulfillment by itself, we have the capacity to bring sanctity into this world. And finally, the third Kriyas HaTorah is that of Parshas HaChodesh. Parshas HaChodesh, coming from chapter 12 in Shmos, deals with some of the laws that were once in Jewish history for Pesach Mitzrayim when we left Egypt that one year placing the blood on the doorpost which happened but once in Jewish history and laws which are for Pesach Doros the mitzvah of eating matzah the mitzvah 
of Kabram Pesach, which is to be eaten roasted, which we had and please God will have in the very near future when we are privileged to have the third base Hamigdash. The theme of Yitzias Mitzrayim, as we will be saying and elaborating clearly two weeks from tonight when we sit down, please God, to the first Seder, is two words, Hashgacha Pratis, God's divine providence with the Jewish people, that He took us out, that He was Miher Eshaketz, Chishev Eshaketz, that He hurried and He had us work at a greater more difficult pace in Egypt in order to extricate us from Egypt as quickly as possible. The ten plagues that we recite and the drowning of the Egyptians in the Red Sea, all this shows his intervention, his specific involvement with the Jewish people as we are told in Parshas for Eschanan that HaKadosh Baruch Hu extricated Goy Mikerev Goy, literally one nation from within the other one, the Jewish people from the belly and the womb, literally of Mitzrayim, and just as a farmer who is assisting the mother animal to give birth to its young, the pharmacist must know exactly not to tug too strong lest he harm either or mother or baby. It's such a delicate surgery to remove in a careful way the embryo, the baby from its mother Similarly, this was the challenge that God did in removing the Jewish people from Egypt. The common thread to all three Torah is Hashgacha Pratis, is divine providence. And I believe the message for each and every one of us has to be that exciting message of renewal, Rosh Chodesh spells it out. Pasha Sazria spells God's love for the Jewish people. And Yitzias Mitzrayim, the exodus from Egypt, shows. And the Rambam writes, the reason why we have the third paragraph of the Shema, Tzitzis, which includes Yitzias Mitzrayim. And why do we say this every single day, this third paragraph, both night and and mourning is to show that God is involved in our lives today as He was then. This has to give us, each and every one of us, idud, uplifting, excitement. We are not alone. Someone, our Father in Heaven, does care about us. He does answer our prayers. And therefore, when we wish one another a good Chodesh tomorrow, do so with a great sense of excitement, enthusiasm, realizing that each and every one of us is truly Bonimatem Hashem Elokechem, truly children unto Hashem, and as a father, as a mother, naturally 
has great love for each child, so is each and every one of Kla Yisrael beloved to HaKadosh Baruch Hu Avinu And this is worth the excitement, and this is the excitement of all three Torah. Shabbat Shalom to all.